Welcome to Comically Comics, your one-stop listen to all things comics. We're talking books, movies, TV shows, video games, and more. I must forewarn you, though, we are a spoiler cast, and what that means is we consider all properties, past, future, and present to be valid, and we will spoil the hell out of them. I'm your host, Michael, along with my two co-hosts, Richard and Jeremy, and with all that being said, let's get started. All right, it is Sunday, November 12th, and we are here for finally the season finale of Loki, season two. But before we jump into that, one of the three of us has gone and seen Ms. Marvel. Not Ms. Marvel. The Marvels, which includes Ms. Marvel. <laughs> the whole thing. Part of the title, I think. Yeah. Anyways, that someone is Richard. Richard, spoiler-free review of what you thought of the Marvels. Uh, yeah, I uh, guess you want Whelmed? You want the Whelm meter? Are sure, we doing yeah. This? Okay. Let's do that. Uh, I was pleasantly whelmed, I think. I wasn't whelmed, and I definitely wasn't overwhelmed, but I think I, I plant both feet solidly into the pleasantly whelmed. Um, I was very, like, cautiously whelmed going in, like I said, <laughs> with, with Secret Wars and, uh, not Secret Wars, Secret Invasion and everything, and <laughs> yeah, anyway, spoiler free, can't really say anything else more than that, but uh, it was fun. I had a fun time, so I don't, I don't think people, uh, people like review bombing it or other people saying like it's terrible. I don't. I don't even know why they said it. I thought uh, Amon Blani's great in it. Uh, Brie Larson is way better. <laughs> Jesus Christ, <laughs> <laughs> is uh, way better than she was in Captain Marvel. And uh, unfortunately, Monica Rambeau is like kind of the like stick in the mud, if you will, for this one. I've heard reviews on like Nick Fury and how his personality his attitude is completely different from secret invasion yeah did you notice that as well uh you know what this will be a slight spoiler and that like they don't even fucking reference secret invasion (laughs) which is i think the reason why i like it because i think they themselves are even going nope that shit didn't happen it was a it was a a branch timeline that got pruned Or did it as we start to talk into Loki yeah, season two? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. All right. Well, what did you, you went with your wife as well? What did she think of it? She I think really, she was the main. She was the main reason y'all went, right? Yeah, she really because she likes uh, Amon Vellani. Um, she liked Miss Marvel and stuff like that. So anyway, um, yeah, she really liked it. Uh, I don't know if she say overly well, but she was like, "This is leaps and bounds better than um, than Captain Marvel," and uh, yeah. And she was like, it's definitely better than Thor Love and Thunder. Okay, that's that's the other thing. Because you're telling us off podcast. What is it better than? What, okay. what did you enjoy it more? Uh, yeah, I liked it better than Thor Love and Thunder. I definitely, I mean, that's that's got to be the bottom, right? <laughs> I would think so, <laughs> That's yeah. got to be the worst that's pretty one. pretty disappointing. So yeah. Uh, what else? What else? Uh, I think I, I definitely liked it more than uh, Eternals. And then I definitely liked it more than Quantum Mania, um, which is saying a lot because I, to me, you know, Kang carried that movie for me. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. But no, I like this is this was just a really fun time. One of the stuff that we kind of talked about spoilery, like there's a certain planet that they go to that they do something on this planet that uh, it's not as bad as I thought it was going to be. Like when it starts happening, I was like. Oh God, here we go. <laughs> and and uh, uh, anyway, I was like, you know what? This is not that bad. So, okay. What about uh, Multiverse of Madness? No, I see. I 
I like Multiverse of Madness. I a lot of people too. hate on it, but I like it. I know it wasn't a multiverse of madness. It was like like two universes or whatever, three universes. Right. But multiverse uh, of flailing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. <laughs> uh, but no, I thought it was uh I still think that one's like a, a really good one. But that's just could have had uh could have had Loki and his like wacky flailing inflatable <laughs> arm <laughs> meme going through wacky ice. inflatable arm pulling to me. That's awesome. All right, speaking of Loki, let's get into this. Season two, episode six, Glorious Purpose, uh, also known to me as The Many Lives of Victor Timely. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. We witnessed Loki's ascension to become the god beyond what he ever thought he wanted to be. That's my synopsis, leaving it at that. So, Whelmings, what is y'all's Whelmings for the series finale? Season finale, sorry, not series, season finale. Uh, we doing like the episode and the whole thing, or just let's, the episode? Let's just do the episode, and then we'll finish out okay. the entire series at the very end. Uh, I I will say I'm pleasantly to overly well somewhere up in that top tier. There, um, it was a really good episode. Um, had you like second guessing what was happening, what was going on and trying to keep up with all the timey wimey stuff. And, um, I, I thought, uh, Jonathan Majors did it did a good job in, in this. Like I, I thought that part of it where he was in there was really good and just, I, I didn't count them, but I, I think we only got a couple hair flips in this one. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, yeah, I did not do a hair flip count, unfortunately. When I was doing my rewatch, I was like almost done with the episode. And there's a certain point, we'll get into it when we talk about it, but he did like a hair flip. And I was like, oh, crap, I forgot to do that. <laughs> so, <Yeah>. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, no, because it, it didn't seem like there was that many in this one. He didn't have much of an opportunity, even though he did do a lot of time slipping. Yeah. Um, but I thought, it, and that too was was really cool seeing how like how they incorporated that, like bringing in the old episodes, but then him still playing off of it. I thought he did a great job in those. Yep, cool. Richard, what's your whelming of this episode? Uh, I'm pleasantly whelmed. Um, it's mostly due to the ending. Uh, it's very bittersweet. Uh, it's possibly the series finale. I know you called it a series finale, and you said season finale. We'll get into that as well, because like supposedly the head writer of the show had mentioned that, you know, like this could potentially be the end of the series for not necessarily for Loki, but for the Loki show. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, pleasantly whelmed. The VFX is just beautiful. Um, this final episode had just some really cool moments and yeah, pleasantly whelmed. Yeah. Gotcha. Now, I was just sad. I really enjoyed the music throughout this episode, too. Although they did a, a great job with the music on this one, too. Yeah. Yeah, that's one of that's one of the notes that I have in here as well is that like the the editing in this and the score throughout the entire episode is just freaking so on point that I felt like that was more of a driving factor of how good this actually episode was than maybe the story itself. Yeah. But I was still pleasantly whelmed with it. I just I I I had to do a, a slight rewatch to really kind of like understand everything that I was like watching. Does that make sense? And like make sure that I got a full grasp of what was going on. So I don't know if that makes me slow or dumb or whatever the case is, mm. but um <laughs> like 
I just wanted to make sure that like, cause I saw all the reviews after I watched it and everybody was like, Oh my God, it's 10 out of 10, nine and a half out of 10. Like this thing's amazing. Da, 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 da. And I'm like, okay, this did not give me all the feels. Like it was really good when it ended, but it did not give me all the feels there. So I want to watch it again. I'm still pleasantly well by, it. I understand everything that happened. I just, I feel like the cinematography and the score moved a lot of those feels. Mm. Then the actual story in and of itself, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it does. <laughs> <laughs> As y'all both look into the ether of like, <laughs> well, I was the fuck tr- is he saying? I don't understand here what's going on. <laughs> no, no, I get what you're saying that like, you weren't like necessarily moved by what was uh, like the story itself, but like how they presented the story. So yeah. Like, and and honestly, scores play a lot into sometimes how people feel towards something, in my opinion, I feel like. Um, no, I, I'm just trying to think of... The reason why I was like staring off is I was trying to think how I felt when I watched it live. I Mine, I was a little bit upset just because of like, is this is this how we close the book on Loki? Like, yeah. I, don't, I don't like this. I want him to have something <laughs> a little bit nicer. Um, yeah. But well, I want uh, him to live happily ever after with Sylvie and have little Loki babies. I get, yeah, little inbred Loki babies. <laughs> <laughs> See, I mean, that's also like begs the question of what well, it can't be because, well, I got unless again, I don't know. Never mind. That's going to get that whole down that deep rabbit I mean, we, hole of. We, no, <laughs> let's fucking go down that hole now. Let's do it. Hey, I was about to say we can go down it if you want. Let's go. Because, uh, like, I mean, I'm strapped because he got pulled from supposedly from his timeline, got pulled from there to to work to be with part of the TVA, but yet we still have all these other movies and stuff that are after that timeline. Well, he was a variant though from that timeline. Uh, yeah, yeah, true. Sure. So he was he was Excellent. getting pulled. Yeah, makes total sense. <laughs> what? Sure. Excellent. Yeah, makes total sense. <laughs> <laughs> no yeah he was pulled from, so like he was a variant and so they already explained that like that's what they do is when when you have a variant that branches off that creates a whole new timeline that goes parallel and so yeah taking him away like that's that other timeline still just keeps going so everything yeah, still happened i keep forgetting about it because it, it was because what was it that made him a, a very on it was it that he got the k like the Tesseract. Yeah, that's right. He actually got it from Stark mm-hmm. or whoever. Yeah, that's right. During I don't understand what you've just said. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I had to play those clips. I, I just thought they were appropriate for this moment. I, I, it was a, uh, it was a Hulk. Hulk took the stairs, and then he bumps uh, Tony. Stark. This uh, time traveling Tony, not not Tony during that moment in time kind of thing right and then the the tesseract goes flying away and then loki grabs it and uses it to nope out yeah yeah that's right in in end game yeah yeah man that started off this this whole thing started all the way back in end game yeah. <laughs> when we couldn't get our hands on enough of mcu and what was going on then yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> I mean, yeah, we, it's going to be worse next year. Like, we're going to have, like, nothing next year. It's going to be one, one movie. Oh, yeah. We're going to be uh, doing a lot of reading, y'all. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, I, uh, 
I don't know. I really like, I like how it ended, but I also don't, if that makes any sense. Like, like no. I said, it's bittersweet. <laughs> um, Cause I love like Loki. He's just fine. I don't know. Like Tom Hiddleston said in an interview with Jimmy Fallon, he said that uh, he was like quoted in it. He said, this is the conclusion to season one and season two. And it's also the conclusion to six films, 12 episodes and 14 years of my life. 14 years. I was 29 when I was cast. I'm 42 now. It's been a journey. Hot damn. Dang, I didn't realize it was that long. Yeah. Um, Man. So I feel like this will be, in my opinion, I feel like this will not be the end of Loki. Yeah. He will be in a limited capacity, but he wasn't in a lot of stuff to begin with anyway. He was mostly Thor movies. Yeah. But... I do think that, like, I think he's going to show back up in Secret Wars. I'm just getting into that theory for a second. I think because he's now the god of timelines, the multiverse, whatever you want to call it, the god of stories is what everyone keeps calling it. Rob Rob from Comics Explained said that he could be possibly, uh, was it Atlas, which is the uh, custodian of the multiverse. He appeared in 2002, Jim Starling's Infinity Abyss. But I do think because he's like holding on to all the branches of the multiverse, he could see, you know, the whatever, the Council of Kings plotting and doing things. And then he could assemble a multiversal Avengers to help battle these Kangs in Secret Wars or something like that. I mean, also, if you'll remember, uh, Loki's first power is that he can astral project like an image of himself. So yeah. if he's holding on to every timeline, he could easily do that now that he's like some kind of like god of time. The he who remains. Yes, exactly. He's he who remains. Uh, some fans have pointed out that the time stone is green and that Loki's powers are green as well. So I don't know if they're intentionally tying that together. It's just how humans see similarities and things and we try to, you know, put things together that not necessarily fit together. But anyway... I just thought that was cool. Well, and like, not only can he possibly see or astral project into any of these timelines, but he can also essentially end or prune. Yeah. Any of them at will because he's the one that's giving them life force as well. Right. Which was, I don't know, that was more crazy to me that like, he's actually like the living life force of all those strands. Yeah. And uh, I love the, the imagery of when it pans out and it turns and it looks like Yggdrasil, the like world tree, the like from like Norse mythology. I just think that's fucking awesome. I don't know who wrote that idea, who came up with that idea, but I was just like, oh, that's such a cool twist. (laughs) That's what I was going to ask. Is that, is that where, did he create the tree now? Because, you know, we've, we've gone through the whole, done the nine realms and stuff like that and Thor the Dark World. So, like, did he create the tree now that's, like, that everybody talks about with yeah. all the nine different realms and stuff? I don't know if it's the tree or if it's just, like, a meta... It's metaphorical! <laughs> <laughs> but, but uh, yeah, I mean, I'm fine with either way of, like, that is Idrisil and Loki created all along. That's a that's a cool, like, twist on everything. Did you notice, too, um, after they had panned out to that and... Went back to the TVA that the sacred timeline looks like the tree now. Yeah, on the monitor. Yeah, and their posters around or 
let's all yeah. grow together. We or we can grow <laughs> together or something like that. Yeah. Well, that was really cool. And they're watering a tree and stuff. Um, one of the cool things uh I noticed on my rewatch is when he explodes the loom and all the branches, uh, like the timelines all like spin out or whatever, they make like the creaking of like tree branches kind of noise. So I don't know. Ah. I don't know if that like you know, they were, I don't know if the Foley guy did that intentionally because he knew eventually it would form a tree or, or what. But anyway, I just thought that was kind of cool. That is cool. So going to my notes, first thing I wrote down was just Tom Hiddleston is amazing. Yeah. His, I, I, his acting throughout here, whether he was excited, whether he was sad, whether he was serious, like mm-hmm. all of that, his facial expressions, everything was so freaking on point. And I, when I wrote this down is when it, he finally realized that it didn't matter what they did for the loom and just in his like happy, sad part where he's like telling timely to come back. Like he, he was just that, like it was yeah. done. It was over with. He finally finished it and his face and all that. I was just like, man, he's so, so freaking talented. Yeah, yeah. He, he really is. <laughs> I love, I love the, the moment where, <laughs> when, when timely's going out there and he's talking to him like he's a child, and he says, uh, <laughs> That's it. One step at a time. Be brave. You're being so brave. <laughs> I love that. I fucking love that audio. Like, it so sounds like a dad talking to their child. Yeah. And then, like, whenever he goes to set the thing down, he's like, ah. Yeah. What did I tell you? Don't, don't put it down. It'll fall off the catwalk. <laughs> Yeah, he, uh, all that stuff was great. Which, by the way, you called it like it was absolutely Groundhog Day, but with like Loki, <laughs> <laughs> right? Right? They're like decades, yeah. c- centuries. <laughs> yeah, centuries, yeah, centuries later. <laughs> yeah, they, they they pulled a SpongeBob. It was. I know. I was really wanting them to thousand years later. <laughs> <laughs> I was really wanting that to happen. <laughs> you you and your sound box are so on point tonight I know. I'm loving this I did a lot of work <laughs> this last episode this is it's so fucking worth it because I'm loving it <laughs> The y'all are talking about like just the, the moments and things that are said or whatever and, and how much y'all enjoyed them there are so many good lines uh-huh. in this episode with most purpose is yeah. more burden than glory. Yeah. And I know what kind of God I want to be for you and for all of us. Yeah. Um uh, real real quick, Michael. Uh I someone had an idea that the TVA should change their plaque where it says for all time always. It said it should say for you, for all of us, always. Yes. Oh, that would yes. be good. I think, yeah, I think that should absolutely change. And it, that would be really cool if they do that. Uh, what if they prune the one that's there away? Yeah. And that's how it ended up over there in front of Renslayer. Well, I got, I got theory. Yes. Like, that's the weakest part of this episode is the Renslayer stuff. I got theories on that. We'll get in. I don't know if you want to get into that because you were talking about quotes and I, I interrupted you. So I'll no, let you get fun. into that. No, it's fine. Let's go. Renslayer. Oh, okay. Because I have ideas too. And I don't want to lose them. <laughs> so I think when we... <laughs> I think when we see that plaque, it's that we learn that the void is actually like it was the TVA after like an explosion or something when okay. when, when the loom blew up or something like that. And then my theory for Renslayer, a lot of people are theorizing that she ain't dead and nope. she's going to show back up later in Kang Dynasty or something like that. 
Yes. Uh, she looks at the pyramid and the Sphinx right before Elioth like goes to like eat her, and I'm using eat her in like quotation marks. Uh, we know from the comics that the I believe it's the Sphinx. I said it was the pyramid in a previous episode, but anyway, the Sphinx is like Ramatut, Kang, whatever you want to fucking call him. It's his like time machine. Yeah. So I think she either knows that or she's just going to hightail it towards there for safety and then discover that it's a time machine and somehow escape. A lot of other people have theorized that purple light we see because we don't actually see Elioth and Elioth like supposedly was killed when uh, Loki and Sylvie did their thing is that it's a version of Kang that was in like they got pruned somehow or something and they're going to figure out a way to like get out. Hmm. My theory is that, yes, she's going to go get the Sphinx and time travel because why Why stare off towards it? Yeah. Like, we, we've all been looking at that thing since season one and wondering if that's going to come into play. Like, there's no reason. And there's actually a, a version of Renslayer that is a king. So there's that. Okay. Um, there's also Renslayer in the comic books became a character known as Terminatrix. Right. And actually went face to face with Eliath. And that's where you get the first appearance of Eliath in like comic books. Right. So there's so many possibilities like that could actually happen. Like, you know, do, does her and Eliath team up? Does she just able to outrun Eliath and get to the Sphinx? I, I I don't know, but I think we're not done with her. Yeah. I, I agree with that. Cause like what was the point of that scene if if we're like you yeah. you didn't need that scene Unless it's like a, because what I'm getting at is if nothing happens from that, then what was the point of that scene? Like, exactly. you could have just left it where she got pruned, and we know where she goes when she goes to, when she gets pruned. She goes to the void. Um. So anyway, I I absolutely agree with you that like she's definitely coming back in some capacity. I don't know when, where, or how, but right. she's doing it. Yeah, I mean, you just if you want to end it, you get her. You do a shot of her, the purple coming on her. And then you get a shot from behind. And when she stands up, she turns around and faces the camera then. And you see Goliath behind her. And she just she just runs until Goliath just consumes her. Yeah. And it's done. You know what I mean? That's that's a cool shot. That's you're done. You know yeah. what I mean? Story yeah. over. So yeah, I think I think she's coming back. That's just my opinion. Um I think that was all like the cool quotes that I had. I um there's one I have. Uh, I mentioned the, you mentioned it, but I had it written down is what I'm trying to say is the, the one that Mobius says most purpose is more burden. Boyden. <laughs> most purpose Boyden. is Boyden. Boyden. <laughs> Boyden. Boyden. <laughs> Boyden. <laughs> and, and, and the monkeys. And the, <laughs> um, uh, little Simpsons reference for y'all. Uh, anyway. Right. Uh, <laughs> Sylvie, I like when she says that, like, I grew up in apocalypses, Loki. You've lived through enough of them, or I've lived through enough of them to know that sometimes it's okay to destroy something. And then Loki replies, like, adding on to that. He's like, if there's a hope that you can replace it with something better. And that's, like, when it clicks with him of, like, right. mm -hmm. I know what I need to do now. Yes. Um, and anyway, I just... I like that scene. I, I, that scene. And then when it shows the world tree, I got like goosebumps on like the rewatch. Oh, uh, so first of all, knowing what happens and then doing a rewatch of this is freaking delightful. Just for me, anyways, because I was able to see everything and like you're talking about and piece, 
those words and how they would do the camera angles and stuff. Mm-hmm. Sylvie's looking straight on with you, and it's like, okay, I really need to pay attention to what she's saying at this point in time because mm-hmm. this is real shit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's the mullet. And so that's when you, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it throws you off. <laughs> that's when you get those like key moments of like him piecing it together, like from the equation on. He's like, he's figuring it out, talking to Mobius, talking to. Yeah. Sylvie and, th- and it's, that's what's so cool doing a rewatch of this if you haven't done one already I highly suggest it um, but the scene for me that was like didn't necessarily give me goosebumps but it's just the the best the best scene I think in this entire thing what? <laughs> oh I did love that oh, okay I, I did. I'll have a cook <laughs> no do what <laughs> I'll have a cook <laughs> <laughs> It's when he goes out to the loom. Ah, okay. And all the TVA clothes are coming off, and he is oh, like, yeah. as- assembling the Loki outfit. And yeah. I'm like, yes, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He looked like Hellboy with those, uh, the way that oh, uh, that yeah. horn crown came up. Uh, I liked it. I-, I thought it was really cool. The even the, like down to the slippers that they showed. <laughs> I thought those were really cool. <laughs> His penny loafers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then the ascension up the steps. Yeah. Yeah. To his where his throne would be. I was like, oh, this is this right here. This is awesome. Yeah. This mm-hmm. is great work right here. It's so heartbreaking too when rewatching it and knowing where he ends up when he's like, tr- when he goes back to the moment that he who remains gets murdered and Sylvie's like, you're tempted by a throne or whatever. And he's like, I don't want a throne. And, <laughs> yeah. and you're just, it's just so heartbreaking knowing that he will get his throne. He will be burdened by his glorious purpose. And it's just right. like, God damn, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like you said, bittersweet. So at least for him, especially. Yeah. But going to like what you're saying, Richard, that that was a really cool moment. Yeah. Me, whenever he was there talking to he who remains and like, where he who remains thought that they were having that conversation and trying to be all coy with Loki. And then Loki does his like pauses time or whatever. I thought that was just because yeah. in that moment you're like, Oh crap. Like he who remains is, has got Loki in this and trap basically. And there's just going to be no escape. And you think that Loki is just, he's pretty much done. But then all of a sudden he does that and you're like, Oh wait. <laughs> yeah. Gives <laughs> you this whole new hope and that was just really cool. Yeah, I that's my favorite moment. I think like the most badass moment. I honestly that entire conversation with uh he who remains in Loki, I just loved cuz like he kind of changes his attitude like that whole honestly the when it starts and it's like groundhog day again where he like you just keep hearing him die and he's like see you soon. Oh and it gosh. almost feels like after a while it almost feels like he's not even talking to Sylvie. He's just talking to Loki. Oh, yeah. And uh, anyway, yeah. And then he's talking and his like attitude changes because he kind of puts on that whole like, remember in season one when he's like getting up on the desk and he's like talking about like the multiverse and then he's like reincarnation, baby, you know, all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. And then he gets kind of serious for a second. And then he's like, well, why don't you come back to, why don't you do this a thousand more times and come back to me when you finally, you know, have learned and then Loki like pauses time and he's like, and what makes you think that this is the first time we've had this conversation? Like, I just, I was just like, God damn, that's badass to me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then you can see Jonathan Majors like changes his tone even more to being like, okay, 
I've got to be super serious now with this guy. And then he's like, oh, okay. Yeah. And anyway, I, I just loved it. Great acting on both, uh, both actors is just a, a really powerful scene. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. I, I loved that part. So and that's like that. I don't know. If you got my whole like on Budok Saints. Yeah. That part where he's like, I'll have a Coke. And that's the reason why he does this little <laughs> spin his finger up. And so kind of that same way. <laughs> that's a good movie. Yes, it is a good movie. Boondog Saints. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. That was another note that I had on mine. Like, Majors, I think, is great in this. Yeah. Of course, we get the same timely, but his, he who remains, that's what I was going to ask. Did it seem different? Did it seem off to y'all as well? And it sounds like it did to you, at least, Richard. Like, yeah. it did seem a little different. So I'm glad I'm not the only one that kind of like, thought that yeah because i was almost on the verge of like i need to go rewatch the <laughs> season one no finale. i think it was intentional is like the he who remains that we saw in season one was putting on like a, a show for the two loki's until he knew that one of those loki's i'm assuming he always knew it was going to be like loki loki and not sylvie loki but uh would show back up and they would have the ability to time slip because he knew you know whatever he paved the road <laughs> and it would lead them all the way back to this moment. And uh, anyway, yeah, I feel like he he definitely changed his attitude more and more as like he learned Loki eventually figured it out. It threw me off at first, but I I've the more that now I've seen it twice, I like it more now because he comes off way more like a villain. Yeah, than he yeah. did the first time around. Right. Yeah. No, I I absolutely agree with that as well. He he seems more way more sinister now. Yes. And like, you're like, oh, so you are definitely a Kang variant. Like, you are a total asshole. <laughs> right? Let me ask this, though. How does the elevator scene work? What do you mean? In the elevator scene in season one, he had his his pad programmed to all the different places he needed to be, mm-hmm. but still relevant so that he didn't die. Right. In the elevator. And yet, Sylvie takes a stab at him. And Loki, Loki stops him. Yeah. But we don't see that in season one. Right. Because he time so, slipped. Right. My assumption is that he didn't know. I don't know. To be honest with you, this is one of those like timey-wimey like things. Maybe he did know that like one of two options are happening here. If Loki time slips, he catches it. Or if he, if he doesn't, then I like I teleport out of the way or something. I don't, I don't know. Because I mean, the difference is that Loki gets rid of his sword, right? Again, I, I it's been a while since I've seen the series season finale of one. So I don't remember him getting rid of his sword on the elevator in season one. Yeah, he he doesn't in season one. Uh he doesn't get rid of his sword, but she has hers and she does jab at him, but they like I said, they he teleports out of the way. He moved. Yeah. Behind he, them. Yeah, he, I, I forget what he, what happens. He does some, yeah, I think it is. He teleports behind them, but it, I don't know. It also could be that he's always known like this whole scenario of Loki time slipping was going to happen. So he could easily, like I said, just know that I'm not going to die in this moment. <laughs> yeah. Cause I mean, he sits there and he's got the whole thing worked out. Like yeah. he knows what's going to happen and when and stuff like that. <sighs> I don't know. That's just, that one kind of bothered me because I was like, I think you kind of went a step too far there before it kind of messes up things because are, are we going to sit there and say that it makes a branch? Like, is that is that now a branch timeline where that happened? 
Yeah, that's the one thing I don't know because at the end of like the Citadel and also in um in the TVA, like they're outside of time. So I don't think it makes like a branch. But none of that makes sense when he's time slipping because he goes to multiple different versions <laughs> of of uh throughout like all the different seasons. Like he, you know, when he goes back to the like when um Mobius is like interviewing him and he asks yeah. him the whole thing, like does Mobius now remember that conversation when, when Loki like sacrifices himself at the end, or is that like a different Mobius? <laughs> right. So that's the I don't know. Like that's one of those things that one day we'll we'll figure it out, but I can't figure it out right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, another note I had to lighten the mood up a little bit was when Victor Timely successfully came back. You know, from the one single time he did not get spaghettified. <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh yeah and Loki's like giving him a pat on the chest and he's all excited there's no way I'd breathe any of those fumes that are oh. coming off of that suit <laughs> that has got to be lead and asbestos like there's no way <laughs> that that's not <laughs> that's the only way it survives that chronal <laughs> radiation or whatever because it's just lead and asbestos yes <laughs> that's funny uh, I thought you were going to talk about because everyone's been asking. He says pumpkins when he comes back. He's like, they're all celebrating, and Victor Tomlin just goes, pumpkins. I guess. <laughs> it's <just> like, what? <laughs> and nobody, <laughs> like all new rock stars, everybody that I've watched, nobody can figure out why he says pumpkins there. Like, they're all assuming it's like a, just a weird ad lib thing that, uh, that, uh, Jonathan Majors, Majors did. <laughs> Albuquerque. Yeah. I can do it too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's so fucking weird. I just figured he smelt pumpkins whenever he took the helmet off. And that was his first. That's the asbestos that smells like pumpkins. That's what happens when asbestos and lead mixed together and the fumes of that make pumpkin spice. Oh, yeah, I was okay. going to say, so that's what's wrong with everybody nowadays. Oh, my gosh. Oh, man. I love me some pumpkin spice, man. I will die for that. I guess I got cancer now or something. I, the only thing that makes sense to me. I've got a. Uh, I'm not gonna do it. I kind of keep pasta here for a second. I when <laughs> this has nothing to do with comics whatsoever. What I went to uh, the grocery store the other day. Uh, I forget what it's called now. Uh, Fresh Market. Went to Fresh Market the other day, and they had all this like pumpkin spice stuff. And because like it was when I say the other day, it was like a month ago. Because like the pumpkin spice had come out. Because it's like one of my favorite things, and it only comes out like around one time a year. So anyway, I'm buying all of it and I'm at the checkout and the lady just, I, I, like, I bought everything, like literally everything. And like, I'm at the checkout and like the lady's like checking out and she just goes like, she looks down at it and then like kind of looks at me with like a raised eyebrow. And I was like, what? She's like, really? And I'm like, what? <laughs> I, I was like, I like pumpkin spice. And I was like, it's like one of my favorite things. I, I can't help that it's become like a meme now. And she's like, right? Well, she's like, I, I guess, I guess I get that or whatever. But I'm just saying, like, can I just like, can I, can I like something without someone yucking my yum as far as like pumpkin Wait. spice goes? Like, I'm a basic white girl. What do you want from me? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's even with the, like the the. All these people, that thing nowadays is the whole, everybody getting all bent out of shape of like Christmas decorations up before Thanksgiving. Like, 
Thanksgiving is still going to happen, people. <laughs> just because Christmas lights are up doesn't mean that Thanksgiving just disappears. No, that's an atrocity, and you're a fucking monster, okay? Well, they are up. <laughs> they are up, and they are uh, shining bright like diamonds. <laughs> <laughs> I figured they were. I figured they were. Yeah. That's great. I'm I I'm okay. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. Like usually I like it like the day after Thanksgiving you can do it, but if it's if it's like like when Halloween is still going on, that's when I'm like no, absolutely not. There's yeah. Is that what you do? Oh my god. Well, because because like I was the like day after Thanksgiving I was putting stuff up. But then the sh- it grew. And all the lights and stuff grew and I couldn't fit it all in one day. And I was like, I'm not going to spend stressing like Thanksgiving break to get these lights up. So I'm putting them up and having plenty of time. (laughs) I I give people a pass if they put them up, but don't turn them on. No, they came on tonight. (laughs) (laughs) God damn. If if testing is one thing, if you if you got to test your lights or whatever, yeah. I, I get that. I get that. No, I, I mean like actually turn them on and like yeah. you are now celebrating Christmas or whatever festivity you're celebrating at that point in time. Uh, no, no, <laughs> you're an abomination, like <laughs> an abominable snowman. <laughs> of course, we don't ever get snow because we're in Texas, so. Are uh, you going to jinx yourself on that? They had yeah, a fucking not. ice storm here however many <laughs> yeah. years ago. Yeah. Was yeah. it last year? Or, I don't know. Time oh, time is relative now. I feel like I'm in the TK. <laughs> 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 Let's say I hope you get a generator now. You just you just jinxed yourself. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I got one. <laughs> <laughs> Try to go back through my notes. Get us back on track here. Uh, mention of Kang from Quantumania was in here. Yep. That's who was in the file when they were saying a 616 adjacent realm. Yeah. Uh, Kane, that's who they the were talking about. Quantum realm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 So I thought that was cool that we've already gotten, we've, we've seen that. Uh, this is all in 616 now. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever they want to do. <laughs> Victor. So Victor Tommy doesn't get a uh, TVA book now. Nope. So I guess there's no, like, he's not a... I mean, there is a branched version because Loki, like, that didn't get pruned. So there is a branched version where where he gets it so he shows up at the end of the TVA to see Loki do all that stuff. So did they... Like, or did he kill that make, one off? What? Well, so like, did they make note of that just to say that he who remains is not going to be coming back kind of thing? I don't know, man. Like, I, like, <laughs> I, I think it's just a, there is going to be a Victor Timely that that is on, like, I guess what would be called the sacred timeline that doesn't get a book. Mm. And he will just go off to be a humble candle maker because that's what he's doing when he's a kid. <laughs> yeah. Or he'll be called Vic T. Vic T. Those prototype candles. Sure, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, With Miss Minutes logos on them. Yeah. We do. Uh, we <laughs> yeah. do see the the handbook gets a. Set, uh, by the way, the handbook showed up yet again in the final episode. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it gets a second edition where it credits both Victor Timely and Obi. 
Oh, that was what was on there. I couldn't I couldn't see. Yeah. Yeah, I couldn't tell I, what it I was. Tried. What was so uh, special about those either? Cool. Okay. So here's a note that I made. Modoc ain't got shit on Loki. And what I mean by that is, is that, you know, they do a whole joke with Modoc in Quantumania I mean, about him becoming an Avenger or whatever. Oh, yeah. They're towards the end. You look at Loki and what he started out from and to what he is now and how like this is this is a character who has gone from being the villain, the big bad or whatever, to being like the actual superhero of the Marvel Galaxy universe, whatever. I don't even know what you call it anymore. The multiverse. multiverse. Yes. Yeah. So like that's what we need to see more of. Yeah. I feel like as far as from Marvel. Oh yeah. Like you want to do something like that. You mean character growth? Yes, absolutely. We need to see right. <laughs> right. Like if you got a character like Modoc, make him a bad guy for God's sake. Make yeah. him a bad yeah. guy. I don't need to feel for Darren Cross. I don't yeah, give a I shit know. about Darren Cross. I didn't give a shit about Darren Cross in the first movie. He just did. <laughs> no, he was a throwaway <laughs> character, which is why they killed him off in that in that movie. Yeah. No, I I absolutely agree. The Honestly, Loki, like the character of Loki has gotten so like he is up there with Iron Man as far as like the character development they gave him throughout yeah. these X amount of years that they've been telling stories with him. And I'm I'm so happy for honestly Tom Hiddleston. Yeah. Like in other words, if whatever reason the MCU goes down in flames from here on out, Lo- Loki at least got a in in my opinion it's bittersweet, but a beautiful send-off. Like, if this yeah. is the last time we ever see him, it's like at least a beautiful send-off for that character. Totally agree. Yeah. And that that was one of the things that, like, I told my wife after we finished the episode. I was like, just thinking about it, just amazing to see that, like you said, Michael, that he's, the way we first initially knew Loki is that he's a villain and that, you know, he kind of had his moments here or there that you weren't sure about him. But he's still a villain. You still didn't trust him to now where you like truly care about that character, about him and, you know, don't want to see him like you wanted him to have a happy ending. Like you, like you said, you wanted him to have baby Loki's everywhere. Like, (laughs) so before you were okay if he got killed off or whatever. yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I think it also like just to add on to that, Jeremy, too, like the comic book. Like, it says a lot. Like, I talked about it last week where, like, Loki is, like, a big name, like, villain. But, like, he, no one really kind of gives a shit about Loki. I mean, I know there will be probably some people screaming at us. They're like, I'm the biggest Loki fan. But, like, <laughs> like he was not really the biggest name. And for them to do all the shit that they've done with him, like, he's the only yeah. villain, right? He's the only villain that's lived throughout these entire, like, <laughs> MCU movies. Yeah. And, um... Baron Mordo. Bar- what? No. <laughs> <laughs> Dormammu. Yeah, I guess Dormammu's the only one that you can say. Because didn't... Didn't Baron Mordo, Mordo die? Now I'm confused. No, Did he live? Baron Mordo hadn't died yet. Okay. I couldn't remember if he died in Multiverse of Madness. I need to rewatch that. Anyway. Rumor was that he was supposed to, but... Gotcha. I don't remember seeing it. So, sorry. I didn't mean to knock you off course there. No, I was... I, that was that was basically all that I, I had to say. But yeah, I, I just think it's a really... Once again, it's just a, a, a testament to them crafting this sort of character arc for Loki throughout the however many 14 years, uh, 12 episodes, and six films. Um, yeah. Anyway, and, and what's so bad is that like 
they've not done that to any, you know, we, you just compared them to Iron Man. I've seen that comparison too. And it, it makes complete sense, but it would be so easy to do Hulk that way. And I understand there's a whole rights thing. And that's why they haven't really been able to do a whole lot with Hulk, but Hulk would be another easy one to do like that. Except for now that, that it's not going to, they're not going to happen. They don't have enough time to do it. <clears throat> yeah. My opinion. Anyways, um, Thor, I think they've completely yeah. ruined Thor to where like he there's no way you're going to be able to give him a, an arc like that. That that's the one that's the one glaring one to me. I'm like, boy, I, I bet you Kristen more than if he saw this series was like, what the fuck? <laughs> like why didn't they do that with me? Well, and Hiddleston's probably like, I'm sure glad I didn't get Thor now. Yeah, like, yeah exactly. <laughs> um it's Black Widow, like that's another one. You, yeah. you she gets her own movie finally and you know, that's going to be her swan song out of it. And all it is is to build up Yelena Belova. Um, maybe Clint. The Clint's probably the next closest one you could you could possibly do that with. Only because he's like getting ready to pass the torch. And we've kind of seen more of like what he had he's had to deal with in Hawkeye. Mm-hmm. But still, like, who, like, come on, who really cares that much about Hawkeye? <laughs> you know, like, yeah. Rainer's cool and all. I like what he's done with the character. I but I kind of I'm just thinking of I feel bad for him right now because he uh, recently I was going to tell you I'll talk about a little bit off podcast, but real just real quick uh, once again comment composite. Uh, there was an article recently talking about like you know he had his accident. Yeah, uh, he's been going through hell like with yeah. rehab, wow. like just to walk basically. I don't know when motherfucker we'll... is lucky to be alive. Yeah, no, yeah, I know. He he was like <laughs> in such a bad accident that like I think organs were outside of his body, kind of thing. Um, yeah, so... shit had collapsed from what I yeah read. Um, so anyway, he's just had a lot of like rehab to like do and try to get back. So anyway, I was just thinking like it'll be a long time before we see him in the MCU. Yeah, yeah. and and they fucked over Rhodey. Yeah. So, like, I you can't. Yeah. Armor Wars isn't even going to save that shit. Yeah. If it even still happens right now, because who knows? Because everything's so, like, they're moving shit around. They're reshooting stuff. They're doing this. They're doing that. So, anyway, who knows? Wanda. Wanda is the next one. Wanda's the next one you can do that with. She's an easy bring back. There's no body. Yeah. Per the, like, that book with like the definitive timeline, it's saying that she died in Mount Wondegore, but fans argue that, like you said, I didn't see nobody, so she ain't dead. Yeah. Um, and I'm I'm not that way, but I'm also like, she's like, because I've read so many comics, she's dead for as long as until a writer wants to use her again. <laughs> right. And then they will just go, Nope, she's back. <laughs> right. Well, and like Olsen, she Olsen's talked before about how she's down to come back and yeah that's the only one that I could see you actually doing because she's gone from being a villain to wanting to be a good person to being hurt and going full villainy to then being like oh fuck I I, I fucked up again and 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 so now you can get her rise back yeah to actually like doing a sacrificial like good deed kind of thing Mm -hmm. so Last note that I got is just, I like I said earlier when I was doing the intro, the shots on this, the one-on-one perspectives, the the way they've the cinematography for Loki as he's ascending to the chair to the throne, all that stuff 
And then the score, my God, the score, like immediately after doing the second rewatch, I went and looked to see if I could find the season two album because that end score of him and how it's the Loki theme, but they've changed it and made it like deeper and louder. I yeah. was just like, fuck, I want that. <laughs> <laughs> it is, it's a good score. I've been humming it like, I don't know, for the past four days now. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like all that made that episode even more so what it is. Does that make sense? Like, I yeah. feel like that's, the, for me, that's the stuff that drove this story. That's the stuff that actually, like, did what it needed to do. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. No, I mean, I agree. Like, I think score definitely plays into it. Um, but yeah. Good talk. Okay. Y'all got any notes? Y'all got anything to, to add? I mean, well, I, I have a question for y'all. Do y'all think this is the series finale? Because in my opinion, this absolutely is a series finale. I, I mean, yes, I could see. It could be either way. I think it'd be a great series finale if it is. Uh, but I mean, I, just selfishly, I hope it's not just because yeah. I, I enjoy them. So. <laughs> well, the reason why I don't want it to be a season finale is what if they undo this beautiful ending? <laughs> like, You know, in other yeah. words, like, like, I'm fine with if Loki, you know, whatever, they fix the multiverse and Loki doesn't need to sit on the throne in, like, Secret Wars. But, like, if season three of Loki comes out and they're like, hey, Loki, come on down off your throne. We need your help. We, you don't need to hold that anymore. Obi made this device and, like, it just completely <laughs> undoes everything <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that, like, happened in this episode. And, like, the, the writer, uh, Eric Martin, he was basically saying he wanted to tell two parts to, a, like, a book. And like Loki season one was the first part and Loki season two is the the end of that. And it also, once again, like the first episode of season one is named Glorious Purpose and the last episode of season two is named Glorious Purpose. So once again, it makes a loop. Yeah. Uh, all, all the loop stuff. So I, I like all that's ruined if the season three comes out to me. Yeah. Um. So anyway. So I'm going to say yes. I'm going to commit and I'm going to say, yes, this is a series finale because like you're just saying, I think it would ruin a lot of stuff if you bring him back for another TV show. I think that Loki will be back, whether it be Secret Wars or Kang Dynasty or something. Loki's, I think, going to, he's going to show up in some kind of form or capacity. Right. Somebody's going to have to go to the end of time to try and help or whatever or get his help to pull the multiversal Avengers out, like you were saying. Something to that effect. Mobius is no longer at the TVA. That's another reason why he's taking a sabbatical or something. I don't know. Renslayer's coming back, like we've already discussed. So that's a whole, but that can happen in Kang Dynasty. That can happen multitudes of ways. Doesn't have to be a Loki TV show. Third, I think the, or fourth, wherever number I'm at now. <laughs> I think the technicality of it is, is that TV shows have to per either I can't remember what the... I, there was an article that came out and there's a reason why TV shows change names. And it has to do... Mostly, I think it has to do with money yeah. and how it's dispersed and stuff like that. They don't get royalties if you change the name slightly. Right. You're referring to the Daredevil Born Again series yes. name yeah. yeah. Yes, yes. So I think if we do get another TV show, it'll be called TVA. Yeah. That's what or it'll I was be doing. called Time Variance Authority or something like that. Yeah. And to go to to catch up with uh, B15 and OB and because I mean, the, 
B-15 was a cool character. I'm not going to lie. Like, now it looks like she's over the TVA. And Obi, I mean, everybody freaking loved Obi. Like, yeah. how are you going to yeah. get rid of him? And then, like I said, Mobius, you know, figuring out where he's at, that he would be part of the TVA show. So you could easily bring Mobius back in. Like, I know he says, like, yes. I'm, he could go off, like, have a vacation, if you will, and then be like, you know what? I kind of hate this. I want to go back to the TVA. <laughs> And then just, boom, he's back in it. Um, right. Like, it, it's different with Loki, who's, like, holding the unit. Like, Loki... <laughs> giving life. It's metatextual. Loki is literally holding the MCU together right now by, by its threads. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> so meta right now. Both the show and the character. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm going to commit with, no, there will not be a Loki season three, but I could definitely see a TVA time variance authority season one. Right. To, to finish up any other loose ends. Yeah. Pun intended. <laughs> loose Kangs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's a whole nother thing. They could be looking for Kang. Yeah, that's their only, like, I was like, so what do they do? They just make sure that, like, incursions don't happen? Because if that's the case, you are sleeping on the job. And <laughs> the only thing I could think of is, like, they're just trying to monitor He Who Remains variants since that's the war that's coming. I was going to say, I don't even think they're worried about, I think, I think, the incursions and the multiversal war are two separate things. Mm. So I think they're, I think they're solely worried about the, the he who remains variant. Gotcha. The Kang variant. I, I don't, I don't Ooh. think they have anything to do with the, the incursion. I wonder, I wonder if the incursion, no, I don't know. See, the, because <clears throat> they mentioned incursions in multiverse of madness, I was going to say is like, maybe incursions don't happen until after Kang dynasty and like whatever Loki can't hold on to the branches or something, and they're just willy nilly flying about, and they're smacking into each other, and that's what's causing incursions now. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they're just two wet noodles slapping up against each other. <laughs> that's so bad. <laughs> yes, <laughs> interesting, but that's so bad. <laughs> All right, so Wellmings. What y'all's Wellmings on the entire season? Uh, I just uh, go ahead and do mine as overly whelmed. I mean, like I said, it's definitely my favorite uh, Disney Plus Marvel series and just overall a great, great story. So, yeah, I definitely really, really enjoyed it. It beat out Moon Knight for you? <laughs> <laughs> it was a close call. It was a close call. Uh, <laughs> um. Yeah, I um I think this now I want to say I liked WandaVision back when we were like ranking all these. I want to say WandaVision was my number one favorite, but now after season 2 of Loki, Loki has dethroned WandaVision and made it my my top favorite uh Disney Plus series. If you haven't watched this for whatever reason, fucking go watch it all. It's great. Tom Hiddleston is amazing in the series. Um if you like Doctor Who, this is right up your alley. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I I absolutely love this. I'm overly whelmed by the series as a whole. Awesome. I agree. Uh, this is definitely pleasantly to overly whelmed for me. Really enjoyed it. Hiddleston is just, his acting's awesome. Yeah. And I love, I love seeing Loki just kind of rise back to power, so to speak. But it's still a turn for like the good. You know what I mean? Cause just, we started this season off where we, we saw him with the powers and him getting the horn and stuff like that. And it just progressively just got 
better and like more powerful. So awesome, awesome, awesome in multiple areas. So cool. Y'all got anything else? I think I'm good. Yep, that's it for me. Awesome. Jeremy, where can they find you at? They can find me on Twitch under the handle Night Fury GTO. That's Night with a K. And you can find me here not playing Spider-Man 2. That's what I was going to... Oh. <laughs> are, you, are you playing Miles at least? Have I you progressed am. any? Where are you at? Where are you at? Uh, <laughs> I, see, he knows he knows it's Finn and he just found her uh, the recordings of her and Rick and that something apparently happened to Rick. Pickle Rick? Rick really? Yeah. Pickle Rick! <laughs> <laughs> no, not that Rick. Oh. Tinkerer Rick. Uh, yeah. Whatever his name is. I can't think of his name, but anyway. Rick Mason. Mason, that's it. The guy that, like, nobody hears about in the MCU? <laughs> yes, Rick Mason. <laughs> that same Mason? Yeah, but he's the tinkerer in the video game, yeah. Well. He's the tinkerer in the comics as well, but. I was gonna say, well, his dad is. I thought he's in. Anyway, it, Rick Mason, uh, in the in the Miles game, Finn is the tinkerer, but Rick Mason is I want to say yeah the 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 tinkerer in one of the comics I don't know which one um but huh. I don't know if it's like the ultimate universe or the regular 616 universe the proper 616 universe <laughs> um yeah anyway the tinkerer is the like villain in in the miles game uh, well, okay then I forget what the stuff's called I need to play through with new form yeah the, like the technology that she uses to like do all that weird shit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, it's like they were trying to shut down New Form or something like that. Yeah, I can't remember. Yeah. Anyway, I don't... Uh, I like the first story from like Spider-Man 1 with Peter. Miles, I'm like, there's a couple of stuff. Uh, you've kind of seen it already where like Roxxon's kind of like the villain. Yeah. And I'm like, they have their own like militia and army that you're like fighting through the city. I'm like, Amazon doesn't have their own army. <laughs> like, what I'm getting at is like... Yet. Yeah, yes. <laughs> That's true. We, God, I hope not. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> anywho. Uh, They'll come in two days. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Hired help in two days. Unless you order within 30 minutes. <laughs> Sign up for Amazon Prime now so you can get your blaster <laughs> rifle and, I don't know, body shield. Your very own militia sent yeah. to your door. <laughs> yeah. In just two days. <laughs> uh, Richter, where can they find you at? Uh, if you want to contact me directly, I have an X, the platform formerly known as Twitter, and Instagram, and a threads. My handle is Night Curry, night, like day and night, and curry with a K. If you want to contact us directly, we have a Gmail. Our Gmail is comicallycomicspodcast at gmail.com. And if you want to check us out on YouTube, TikTok, and Instagram, you can check us out under the name Comically Comics Podcast. And if you want to check us out on X, the platform formerly known as Twitter, you can check us out under the name Comically Comics with an X. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> you can find me on Instagram and eBay at 22 underscore comics. You can also find me on YouTube at 22 comics. Thank y'all so much for listening. Hope you enjoyed as much as we did making it. With all that being said, say goodbye, Jeremy. Bye, Jeremy. Bye, Jeremy. Bye. I am Loki of Asgard, and I am burdened with glory. Phil? Hey, Phil? Phil? Phil Connors? Phil Connors, I thought that was you. Uh, how you doing? Thanks for watching.